0: This is We'll Talk About It,
1: a bi-weekly podcast hosted by your two best friends, talking through the hard stuff, sharing the good stuff, and, and laughing, laughing at, at the, the rest. rest. Welcome, Welcome to our, our podcast. podcast. I'm Audrey. And I'm Alyssa. And we're back. Didn't you miss us? Yes. Um, we hoped you enjoyed the first two episodes of Lessons in Love. They've this- been so much fun for
0: us, <laughs> and we've had fun hearing from you guys, What are your love languages, all that great stuff.
1: hmm um keep interacting with us on the socials um before we get into today's episode we just have a little psa's some some psa's
0: yes the first one is go vote
1: please um currently there is early voting um it ends Mm -hmm. october 31st in Florida. florida um know where it ends in your state um if you're not in the u.s we appreciate you guys listening to us Yes. Um, but if you guys vote in your country. So you do I it. don't
0: know if it's too late to request a mail-in ballot. Um, I think you can still request a mail-in ballot, but I would suggest going to like drop it off mm-hmm. like at um, your voting area, but um, vo- dropping it off personally just so you make sure it gets to where it needs to be. Yeah. Also, um, you know, the mail might be backed up the next
1: couple of days. True. And make sure that your signature on your... Um, your license matches your signature on On your ballot ballot. very important um very important um but if you do vote in person um i i early voted earlier this week with my family and Mm -hmm. it took a good like 20 minutes at the most the line was really long when we got there but that's only because they're doing a really good job at keeping you socially distanced and everyone there is wearing masks gloves they're doing a really good job at wiping things down so if you're hesitant on going to vote because of covid um i think they're doing a really good job at remaining cautious yeah
0: and i did a mail-in ballot (coughs) and i pretty much just requested it online it came in a couple days in the mail um filled it out and everything um just make sure you're filling it out correctly read the instructions thoroughly yes make sure you put your ballot in the sleeve or else it will be invalidated Make sure you sign the back of your envelope or it will be invalidated. Yeah. Um yeah, just so just follow make, the basic rules, yeah, please. Yeah. Follow the instructions and um go online, make sure that it was received and that it's counted.
1: Yeah. And yeah. And um like do research before. There's not just yeah. Biden versus Trump on right. the ballot. Um there are a lot of different amendments. There yes. are a lot of um Senate seats, I believe, that are on it. Um, yeah, there's some
0: county judges in my county. Mm-hmm. It varies by county, but for Florida, there should be amendments for all of Florida.
1: Yeah, so um, research and know that you're voting for, um, the cause that you actually believe in, and you know, go exercise your right. Um, I know you're. Probably, if you're anything like me or Audrey, you're probably annoyed by all of the text messages, the calls, oh the knocks on your
0: doors. <laughs>
1: Ten texts a day.
0: Have you voted? Go okay. vote.
1: <laughs> can I ask who you're voting for? Did you're... you... W- which way in which are you voting? This, this, that, and the other. Like, my mailbox is filled with yeah. random Like, ads it's said, can- done,
0: and received.
1: Dude, not even <laughs> YouTube is, fa- is safe from all these ads. Like, yeah. every... Before I want to watch any type of video... I have to sit through and add um, and it is very annoying, um, especially because, you know, they're trying to guide you one way or the other. Um, but yeah. don't don't let that deter you from doing. Yeah. Your, your Our right. biggest advice is just yeah. do your research um,
0: yeah. and vote how you think will best benefit you in the country.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, moving on to, like, personal announcements. Yes,
0: someone's birthday is soon. Oh,
1: I was like, (laughs) whose?
0: Mine. (laughs) Yes, she's going to be 20, entering her 20s. Oh, my goodness. You're just a little baby.
1: I'm older than you. <laughs> Literally. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, when you hear this episode, um my birthday will be on the Monday before. So when you're hearing this, I'll already be 20. <laughs> wow. Um, <yes. laughs> and uh, like my birthday is on October 26th.
0: Yes. So if you want to say happy birthday, reach out on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. True. Give her a shout out.
1: If you want to listen to my present, you're already giving it to me by listening to this episode. I greatly appreciate you. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, if you learned from last episode, my love languages quality time. So I re- I'm really <laughs> enjoying this quality time with you. Love you. Um, I'd here enjoy with y'all. it more if you guys reach out on the socials and yes. you know start a conversation. Um, Audrey and I like to talk, and that's why we made a podcast.
0: Yeah, a little too much sometimes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> True. Um. Yeah. Um, but uh, do you have any more announcements? That's no. Nothing. How have you been doing,
0: Audrey? I've been What have you good. been into? Um, lately? what have I been into lately? Oh, I've been listening to a lot of Maverick City music. Hey, love um, them. So good, but I'm just the type of person that will like hyper fixate on things. Like I can't just like something; I have to love it, and I have to listen to it on repeat and do it all the time or eat it all the time. <laughs> like, Hamilton. Just very annoying. I've been about that, been that way about chocolate too, eating so much chocolate. Fully support. It might be my period, but like (laughs) I've been really on that weight as well. (laughs) So yeah, that's what I've been hyper fixated on (laughs) lately.
1: Life gets better when you have some chocolate.
0: That's very Exhibit true. Exhibit A.
1: You're you're a chocolate person. I'm a chocolate person. Our lives are better because we're together.
0: Yeah, not that we're biased. Anyway.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Chocolate's great. <laughs> what
0: about you? What have you been watching?
1: <laughs> um so I've been I binged watched yesterday all of um get organized with the home edit <laughs> on you hmm. on Netflix yesterday. I thought you've never seen that. Um and like on the page. Wait, what?
0: Like, on the Netflix homepage? I don't think I've seen it before.
1: Oh, it's, it's like, basically rainbows. But the Home Edit is, like, a company, I guess, um, run by these two girls. They actually remind me a lot of Raina and Ashley from Girls Gotta Eat. Like, yeah. they're dynamic. And then one's a tall brunette and the other one's a short blonde. <laughs> um, well, there you go. So that, too. Um, But they're definitely in a different um, capacity. And that, and they're just, like, they seem like cool, chill people. But... Basically, they just go around and they have this method of organization um, okay. that they call the home edit. Kind of like Marie Kondo. <laughs> yes, but like um, less, um, I would say like I started watching Marie-, Marie Kondo tidying up after because I finished the home edit and I was like, what is there to do now? But um, I would, tidying up is a little bit more drama um versus Mm. the home edit okay (laughs) it's the home edit is kind of like they go around they like they organize from celebrities to um like everyday people um the first episode they organized um Reese Witherspoon love her Mm. um her uh oh wait I
0: think I did see the preview for that
1: yeah and um like their method of organization just is really inspiring and it's really um, aesthetically pleasing to Mm. see them take it from somewhat organized or like a complete disaster to completely like every everything has a spot everything has a zone everything has like a label and a space and then if you that's definitely satisfying yeah and if you start growing outside of that zone that's when you have to like edit some things out of it and yeah. i think like that philosophy is really great um so i definitely recommend it and hmm. you know just for some peace of mind
0: yeah i've definitely been looking for something to watch i've just been watching sister sister right now but
1: uh finished it i'm I almost was, like, what do i do now finished that. <laughs> <laughs> what i i like play it in the background oh okay but i've been watching it for like two months i i finished it like last week
0: Okay, I don't know how long I've been watching it, but I look, you don't want it to be over,
1: yeah,
0: so I'm going a little slower. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't
1: like how like um you've watched it all before, right? Yeah, I didn't like how like in the end, like Roger kind of like disappears. I mean, it yeah. makes sense because he's a grade below them, and you know he's has to leave. But yeah. I didn't like that he left because it was like kind of sad. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he came back in the yeah. very end, but I was like, it's not the same. And
0: a lot of those shows kind of end weird. Like, Moesha.
1: Oh. Ugh.
0: Worst ending in the world.
1: <laughs> the, the whole season, the whole show gave me anxiety. Yeah. Literally. Where's Miles? I'm sorry. He just got kidnapped. <sighs> I hate how people disappear me. in
0: those shows. Like, Family Matters. What oh. was her
1: name? Their little sister
0: disappears.
1: Oh, yeah. Can't even remember. And Viv completely gone. <laughs> changes. Completely
0: changes. Like, you didn't think through. I would notice? Like, she went from a dark-skinned woman to a very
1: light-skinned <laughs> like the disrespect, the disrespect. <laughs> um, I would definitely notice yeah. that. This is um, a very long intro. Anyway, it is. Hey guys, you're probably like, um, so what in the world do you mean by godly love? Yeah. Um, so we're, we're, we're kind of it. um we're setting the foundation is the most um important thing to remember in these first um episodes of Lessons in Love. We're setting the foundation for kind of like a healthier mindset going into yeah love or romantic love um, sure. friendship love familial love all of that kind of thing so it kind of um godly love we're christian women as you know yeah um or you should know if you've listened to our other episodes um we kind of intermingle um some of our advice through that lens because it's the lens in which we see the world
0: yeah but like if that's not your <laughs> thing um, I mean, that's fine. This is just what we believe. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to be saying um, what we believe in our Christian beliefs and stuff like yeah. that. Um, we highly encourage you to listen.
1: Yes. I mean, I
0: think you can learn some things even if you aren't Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, but if not, you can leave yeah once again please don't
1: encourage <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess you can <laughs> it's always good to just like know a different um yeah perspective as well um or lifestyle um and maybe this episode will give you a different um perspective on christianity itself yeah um, that's a lot going in but I feel like there's definitely this um, negative connotation to religion for a lot of people that aren't believers. And And um, a lot
0: of it is because of church hurt or because they've been hurt by people in the church Mm -hmm. or people that claim to be Christians but are, you know, really condescending or judgmental or whatever. Yeah. Um, But we come from a place of being humble. Yeah. um, Being gracious, Mm -hmm. not being judgmental at all because... We're not perfect humans. Yeah. we never were. And it's
1: not—it's not our place to judge. Like, exactly. essentially, God reserved the right of judgment for Himself. Right. Um. So it's not our place to judge other people when exactly. we have the same slant of our heart to sin. Absolutely. Um. So, if you have been hurt by a person or anything, I just want or hurt by church, I'd just like to tell you that that is not the reflection of christianity within itself yeah and that's not god it's definitely not it's a, it's a man
0: yeah um, that's a human that being. is a human
1: yeah so um i don't know just uh w- we're just gonna ask that so you kind of go into this with an opener mind um yeah. and with the heart of learning
0: yeah and that's really gonna be our only disclaimer yeah
1: <laughs> so yeah the
0: rest is just what what we think
1: yeah <laughs> So, start us off, Audrey.
0: All right. So, we're going to be talking about four different types of love. So, the Greeks actually have many different types of love. Today, we're going to be talking about four of the main types. Um, So, the Bible was originally written in Greek, actually. So, a lot of times in the Bible, when they reference love, it falls under these four types. We've got Eros, Storgi, Philos, and Agape. And we're going to go into each and, like, our personal experiences with it. Um, we're going to put some scripture behind it, all that great stuff. And a lot of times your relationships are stronger when you have more than one mm-hmm. um, of these types of love within your
1: relationships. <coughs> so
0: just keep that in mind.
1: Um. So <laughs> also the four loves is... Uh, 1960s book um written by c.s lewis um and explores the nature of love from a christian and philosophical perspective through um thought experiments so it's not it's not only christian but it's like how christianity and philosophy collide in the explanation of love Mm um The book that C.S. Lewis wrote was based on a set of radio talks from a ni- from 1958, which um, was criticized in the U.S. at the time for being frank about sex, which is really important to talk about um, yeah. in love and in um, Christianity itself. So if you ever think that Christians are prudes. We definitely talk about sex.
0: Yeah, it's, it's definitely a traditional thing. <coughs> I know a lot of tr- some traditional Christians who are like, mm, don't talk about it. But it's definitely something that needs to be talked about mm-hmm. Um, to do it in a godly way. Because, like, how are you going to know how to deal with it, how to do it, how to live relationships if you're not talking about it in the
1: church? For sure. And we're actually going to talk about that specific, um, like, specific thing case whatever yeah Um, we're gonna talk about it later later the loves um and you're probably wondering who is c.s lewis if you are then i'm (laughs) sure (laughs) like have you been outside um because c.s lewis has written like over 30 different books and 30 that have been translated in like 30 different languages yeah you probably read
0: something about him the chronicles
1: of narnia if you've ever heard of it or seen it C.S. Lewis wrote all the books. Was too um, of that movie. So <laughs> I mean, it, it's kind of like his Christian perspective, because um, like Aslan is lion, whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, C.S. Lewis is uh, he was baptized to begin with, um, like early in his life, and then in adolescence he kind of fell away from faith um so he's kind of like an atheist for a bit um i don't actually don't quote me on that because i don't know specifically (laughs) if he was an atheist (laughs) or he was just like away from living christ-like um
0: yeah they call it they kind of call that like christian atheist Mm -hmm. when like you're still a christian you like believe in god and you know that god is there but like you're not living in a godly way
1: yeah um and so and when he was 32 is when he kind of got back into his faith um he was friends with J.R.R. tolkien um also a writer and um him and their like friend group brought him back to his faith and he started living christ-like so um now he's considered or was considered because he passed away obviously written in 1960 but uh he was a lay the- he was a lay theologian meaning that he didn't necessarily go to sem- seminary school or like theologian school but he um <laughs> he is um a well knowledgeable man um who is considered a theologian um and usually lay theologians have um high academic degrees in other places um which he definitely does because he had academic positions in english at oxford and cambridge so you know there's some ethos for you he is a credible man and now we're gonna get into these four different types of love.
0: yes also <coughs> just to shout out our sources um so we got some stuff from intervarsity dot org. Um there's a lot of good stuff about the four types of love and some scripture there. Um crosswalk.com and highexistence.com dot com and CS Lewis. <laughs> yeah,
1: true. Um we listened to his broadcast on YouTube. Um his these four different types of love are explained in very high detail from his broadcast um and they're put to a doodle so if you literally type in for the four loves cs lewis doodle yeah, it'll it pops be the first up thing. and it is really important um Audrey and I are not going to cover all of it um yeah <laughs> We're going to touch on some high points just so you have a good under working understanding. For but sure. I w- we definitely encourage you to look up those YouTube videos, see the doodles. It's right. really adorable. And um, it's always important to do
0: your own research, mm-hmm. um, especially when it comes to faith-based <coughs> stuff. You just want to make sure that, you know, the teachings align with the Bible and
1: yes, for sure.
0: God. So, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to take it from us. You can go do your own research, but do listen to the podcast okay. <laughs> 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 alright so the first love we're going to be talking about is Storgi um, so it's familial love Um. so it's what we may call like fondness or affection it's more of a natural love um, something you might feel towards your family or your pets and they call it a natural love because it's common and it's like a natural manifestation of love because you naturally love your daughter or you naturally love your mom you know she birthed you I would assume that's kind of natural <laughs> um, given you know not everybody has the beth- best relationship with their parents but there's usually love there yeah Um, <coughs> and it's natural to feel love towards those who are related to you
1: yeah, but um, yeah that's the gist pretty much uh, C.S. Lewis says that we never really catch storgy in, begin- in its beginning um, the other types of love it's really easy to track where a love kind of starts um, but C.S. Lewis says to become av- aware of storgy is to realize it's the kind of love you've been in for quite some time um, as Audrey said it's nearly organic it's an, it, instinctual if you will um, <coughs> basically, um, it's described as ease and re- ease and relaxation of solitude without being in solitude. So it's kind of like, it's a little easier to just naturally love your parent or have love for your parent. Um, it's a kind of like a medium for love is whenever you think of it, it, um, goes back to like, whenever you think of love, it's, like, easy to point back to your parent or yeah. your sibling or... Um, and there's also just a lot
0: of history there with your family. Mm-hmm. So, it just <coughs> kind of comes naturally.
1: Yeah, the familiarity of it. Yeah. Um, so, C.S. Lewis also says that it teaches us first to endure and then to enjoy. So, sometimes it's mm-hmm. not necessarily the easiest to love your parent or to love a cousin or an uncle or something like that. Yeah. Or, um, you have to endure it and then, and then it kind of like, then you enjoy it. Um, at times I, I'm sure that even in the most like person, person in your family you don't want to necessarily be around you can point to at least one time hopefully where you enjoyed their company um it teaches you really to um (coughs) extend yourself and then enjoy so it's a very important type of love but how does Storgy play out in your life audrey um
0: in my life obviously my family (laughs) love them so dearly um i don't know my family's not that big yeah, like three siblings, is not bad, uh, not bad, <laughs> but yeah, I feel like I'm really close with them and I can definitely identify that love. And that's where I would identify that love the most. Yeah. Um, it's really been a blessing to be that close to my family because, mm-hmm. um, you know, not everyone is. And I feel like this can be a very complicated love if you aren't that close or if there's like tension there. Um, but I would just say that the biggest thing is to remember that this is an innate love, um, and I think it is there, but some family members and there are some situations in relationships where it's not healthy and it's okay if you feel the need to distance yourself. You can fully love somebody without being around them all the time, you know, if they're bringing you down yeah. or if they're, um, speaking negative things on you or just negatively affecting you, um, don't feel obligated because they're your family, this and the other, you can still fully love someone without allowing them to pour bad things into your life.
1: Yeah, for what sure. What about you, girl? Um, for me, it definitely plays on my family. Like you, I'm pretty close to my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I would say earlier in my life, it kind of started off, like, harder, kind of, like, I love them because they're my family. But now yeah. it's, like, I love them and they're my family. Right. So uh, it um, was definitely manifest in a different way. And, like, I think I... Storgie kind of like also attend extends to like animals too. So I've had a dog yeah. um Snickers. He hi- <laughs> he made his appearance on our last episode. King. <laughs> um, but he I've had him um for eleven years and you know, he's my son and I love him even when he pees on the carpet.
0: Like he did like an hour ago. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, like we didn't let him out. Okay. You know, even Just because you love them doesn't mean they can't annoy you sometimes.
0: Oh, for sure. And we're also plant moms. Yeah. (laughs) I feel that for my plant Delilah. Cornelius.
1: She's a... Oh, we didn't update you guys on our
0: plant names. Oh, yeah. Uh, My plant's name is Delilah. She's so cute. We sing Hey There, Delilah all the time. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um... How Audrey and I keep our friendship al- alive is we'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll snap each other pictures of our plants. Yes. And that's the only time I use Snapchat. Yes.
0: She'll send me a video of Cornelius singing, hey there, Delilah.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll <laughs> call her and I'll freak out and be like, Audrey, my plants leaves. His leaves are droopy. It's, he needs to go to the it's hospital. It's the amount
0: of times that I've called my mom asking about these plants. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like. Sun and water, (laughs) and I'm
1: like, all right, like, but like, how much? And Snickers is barking now. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but anyway, he's mad because he can't (laughs) hang out outside because they're doing yard work.
0: All right, so the next one is Eros. Am I saying that correctly?
1: Eros, all right,
0: so um, that's romantic love. So the word represents what we consider today to be romantic love. Um, it's what you feel when you tell someone you've fallen in love with them Um, and the Greek word erotos means intimate love and so that's where we get the love and that's where we also get the word erotic Um, relationships built solely on the basis of eros will probably fail um, and the deeper substance of love is ignored or overlooked in relationships that are kind of um, surface based so it's best if you pair eros with another love like philos, um or agape you know (laughs) what i mean but when it's just eros it can just kind of be lust and not so much love
1: yeah and lust is not necessarily not necessarily it's not biblical (laughs) um well like it's biblical in like the bad sense in that it'll lead to like some idolatry and um just down a bad path and if you're not believe if you're a non-believer like you can even see how lust can just impact you in some not good ways. <laughs> like yeah. it can lead it you can do some
0: crazy things. Yeah.
1: <laughs> some some crazy things that you wouldn't necessarily um yeah. embark in if you were thinking level headedly, I would say. Yeah. But we're not saying
0: romantic love is bad within um covenant, within boundaries. Great stuff um and a verse for that is song of solomon one one through two um she let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth for your love is more delightful than wine Mm -hmm. pleasing in the fragrance of your perfumes Ooh, yeah
1: that (laughs) my my pastor um did a, a whole series on song of songs or song of solomon um and it's really, it's really passionate. And, like, there's some good poetry in there. Yeah. Um, but the kiss is a really good example of, um, Eros. And that, like, like, the difference, like, it's good in seeing the difference between, like, a storgy per se, versus Eros kind of right. love. Because, like, how you kiss your mom on the cheek is not how you would Absolutely. passionately kiss someone you're in love with. Um, But Eros can have a good um, relationship with other um, loves, as Audrey said. Um, For sure. C.S. Lewis said this quote, I can think of few things more distressing than Eros for a very short time than without Storgy. Every good marriage, even courtship, makes Eros, so to speak, a nest of Storgy. So it's really important Mm. to like um have that romantic love that you know butterflies in your stomach kind of feeling but not by itself right um it's
0: really just infatuation yeah
1: it like in a marriage or in a long-term relationship that's hopefully hopefully leading to marriage um should have a nest of storgi that like instinctual kind of natural thing that progresses. Right. Um,
0: And also some philos because you should be friends and you should love them like a friend as well.
1: (laughs) Yes. Um, And um, you know we'll get to it but agape is the center of it all.
0: Yeah. But I think um, the loves are so different. I think that's why it's so important that the Greeks distinguish the different types of love. Mm -hmm. In English it's really just one love. And like we all understand what we mean when we say we love something, like if I say I love Snickers versus I love Mylissa, like we all know that's different. But I think it's really interesting um, that the Greeks made it a point to distinguish it. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like we okay. should evolve our dialect to reflect that. But that's just me. True. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, as C.S. Lewis said that this love is very dangerous and difficult, um, mainly because of. I mean, we'd be remiss to talk about it, but um, sex. Yeah. But uh, sex, there's the sex with Eros and sex without Eros. Um, sexual desire without Eros wants it, it being the sensation, not necessarily like the woman themselves, if we're talking about the male being the object of study. Um, an example of this is like after the deed, Um, (laughs) you're uh the like the way the partner um or the male in this specific example like just like gets up and walks away um like leaves it there Mm -hmm. is c.s lewis said the savage quote he said one doesn't keep the cigarette package after smoking Oh my gosh! Like, okay. like, basically, like that's what it is. It's like you I have no. For me. <laughs> like there is like they seek the sensation, which could have yeah. been met with a cigarette or drinking or something else. So it's right. very like unattached. Arrows um, with pleasure um, becomes like a, a byproduct. It becomes right. more about the person to meet their need, and. Like honestly, you're probably thinking that we're swaying one way, but neither are grounds to speak on a moral standing. Um, neither are good. Neither without agape are good. Um, they can both lead to very dangerous kind of things because like yeah, I error. mean
0: situationships entanglements. Like yeah. we all we've all seen firsthand what it can do to people. Y'all saw Will Smith about to cry. Like, yeah. <laughs>
1: That you poor know, man. Um. <laughs> Like, it, it, like, both lead, both could be good in some aspects and then could be good when not in other aspects. Um, there are people that do still get married out of obligation, and that is kind of sexual desire without arrows. But within the container of love, it's a little, I mean, sorry, the container of marriage is a little different and how it um progresses but in that like one night stand picture that i kind of said doesn't um necessarily okay Snickers. um
0: he has like open this door right now (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) um it doesn't necessarily um paint a good good picture of this but both neither are grounds to speak on moral standing because both can lead to um a bad thing um C.S. Yes, Lewis also says that love ceases to be a demon only when it ceases to be a god. So, if you're, so if um, love, if that eros, if that romantic love is the god of your life, you're always going to try stri- striving to be that for somebody else or something else. Or, yeah. And if you literally go back to listen to our first Love Yourself episode, it's not really good for you
0: yeah that like um people pleasing mentality Mm -hmm. um where you're just like looking for acceptance and looking looking for love in the wrong ways um we're gonna talk about agape later but um when you're looking for love and like doing things for people and for being certain things for people or looking for love in sex or looking for love in anywhere really but god honestly to be honest <laughs> um it's gonna be a struggle like you're it always is. gonna be searching after it you're always gonna need to do more you're yeah. always gonna need to be more um because you think those things are love yeah and we all want to love and be loved so for you're sure. just gonna keep going into those things yeah and they're yeah. not gonna fulfill you
1: mm-hmm. how is eros played out in your life audrey
0: Um, all I have here is, you. boys have cooties.
1: (laughs) In mine, mine I put, and I agree with Audrey.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Look, y'all, I'm not going to sit here and flex. Um, I'm going to keep it book. Yeah, I guess I thought I felt Eros at some point. I I don't know, because I feel like love is such a strong word. Eros is a strong word. Have yeah. I lo- have I loved a boy for real? I don't know. It was probably infatuation. If I'm being completely honest.
1: Yeah, infatuation mixed some lust.
0: Yeah, but it felt strong. Yeah, it felt like it. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> I
1: same. I don't necessarily know, but like, I would say like one one person is like the only like close thing I felt, and right. honestly, I felt played because you know I <laughs> sure. it. Li- it was Eros without agape, and yeah. I was kind of, like, in a weird, messy spiral. But, you know, I'm born yeah. again, and...
0: Yeah, a little backstory <laughs> on our, like, testimony or our, you know, walk in faith... Mm-hmm. Um. I guess we were kind of Christian atheists. It's just like a term people use when like you're mm-hmm. a Christian, you believe in God, or, and stuff like or that. the
1: lukewarm dude, or lukewarm. Just warm, yeah, Luke, everybody knows what that is. Say lukewarm around Tia, she flips out. It is the cutest thing. She's yeah. like, "Ooh, lukewarm. I was lukewarm. I was like, me too, girl." Yes,
0: yeah, so we were lukewarm for a really long time, but. <laughs> Um, We rededicated our lives So mm-hmm. But before that Prior to that You know We were living differently We were doing oh. different <laughs> things True
1: Which is why we don't have grounds to judge Literally anybody Absolutely
0: not And that's why we're Christians Because we will continually fail And fall short of the glory of God But mm-hmm. that's the whole point babe Preach. You're never going to be perfect And you're never going to be Christ And that's the whole point Because we need to rely on him yes. Anyway um, But yeah That's how we was living <laughs> <laughs> And so that's why we know um, how Eros might feel. <laughs> we felt it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and that's how we know it doesn't work without Agape because true. it didn't work.
1: It did not work. We at were both all. hurt and it's <laughs> true. <laughs> uh, um, um, true. We yeah. were joking
0: about it anyway.
1: We're joking about it now, but when it was happening, yeah. it was not fun. Yeah, I was crying. I and what about it? <laughs> Every night, (laughs) I FaceTime Audrey, freaking out
0: (laughs) every day. I'm just like, "What is happening? What is wrong?" It's like you're so stupid. It's literally in front of you, but
1: yeah, true. I was just like, "But I, I love him so much." (laughs) I did not. This boy won't even text me back. Okay, (laughs) dude. Um. Anyway, yeah. So that's the (laughs) dangerous and difficult part. (laughs) And now we're moving on. Yes, moving on to the
0: next (laughs) love. Let me scroll up here. So we've got Philo's. Aww. This is friendship love. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so <laughs> it's the love of friendship. Um, this refers to the warmth and affinity shared by close friends, almost as if those friends were actual siblings. It's strong, intimate, and non romantic between two people. Um, and the Bible, it's often compared favorably with agape love. And while there is a distinction between the two, they are kind of similar. I mean, obviously, your love for God and with God is completely different than anything else. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> you should love people or strive to love people like God does. Yeah. Um, yes. And it's also got the act of free selection. So you get to choose your friends, which is probably the difference between Storgi. You know, it's not like a family love. You came out of your mom's womb. So that's kind of what connects you, but you get to choose your friends and that's kind of what grounds it and what makes it like such a deep trust and makes it really compassionate and really strong because, you know, you
1: choose your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, phila is our philos, There are different pronunciations of it, but it's the least natural of loves actually. Um, so examples of this is like our general confusion and unimportance of it. Um, like I've, Obviously, I value Audrey's friendship a lot, um, so. <laughs> and um, but there's like general consensus of if I choose like my mom of course like love her need her everything Mm -hmm. um or like my lover love them need them everything but then like when it kind of gets to friends it's just like oh I don't really know how to define you so Fila is that definition um I think the thing I like about the four loves is it puts definitions and like um a little bit more um meaning behind things you probably already know and um clearly we mm. love
0: defining things. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <Because> um, <laughs> we've done like three episodes. Of <laughs> three.
1: <laughs> um but Fila is uh, um the least natural also because um like the need for people to make fun of it, um French like the friendship from a man to a man, um, people will like say that's gay blah 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 um like all those different I like, things shut up um be <laughs> like you can't you can't hug your bro you can't cry with your bro um let's get away from that and let's start normally normalizing real emotional friendships because we're yes. humans we're emotional beings i get yeah. it like males aren't necessarily inclined to emo- to emotion in that sense i'm doing air quotes for sure um, <laughs> because
0: men are emotional because
1: they are they are emotional beings we're all emotional beings and th- you shouldn't have to yeah shove that down to be a man also
0: having just surface level friends like just having friends that you like go out with or like do things with girl what i need somebody i can cry to talk to like you know that's that's what real friendship's
1: about yeah yeah going through life together true and but the scary thing is is why it's the least natural of our loves as well is because um the fact that people can go their whole lives without experiencing it which i didn't really get i was just like of course you've had a friend before yeah but fila is a little deeper than that it's like sometimes we mistake companionship for friendship like Oh, you're there if I want to go to this, or you're there if I want to go to that. Um, right. We work together, we golf together, stuff like that. But let five years pass, two years, one year, one month, whatever, and you meet again, and it's just like, uh, I don't know what to talk to you about because we never really got to a deeper level right. of friendship, which is that um I'm sure we've had, we've all had <coughs> a lot of that yeah
0: but I think that's also what makes Fila so strong, like I was saying earlier. um, you get to choose who you have those deep connections with. Mm-hmm. I think that makes it like so strong, like because it's not like a natural thing that just happens. like you're like, yeah, this is gonna be my road dog. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just
0: it's great, but
1: um, um it also um. C.S. Lewis says it produces the most pain, the mo- sorry, oops, produces the most pleasure and the least pain, life without Fila would be dull. That's I- I true. I completely agree, and honestly, I didn't think, I, I don't think I had, like, a really good definition of Fila until I met Audrey. <laughs> Um, sorry. <laughs> I like, don't cry. To cry. Don't cry. <laughs> I'm <laughs> um, a crier. Which, like, it kind of like my relationship with Audrey kind of like showed me how to be more personal, vulnerable, honest with my feelings and my emotions to get to that kind of deeper level. Which has spawned my other friendships to kind of work to get to that level as well. I'm for sure. And it's definitely it's work it's effort um if you're yeah. yeah
0: i definitely don't think i had a friend like that until jordan mm-hmm. um and then you i feel like i had a i mean obviously i've had a lot of friends and i had a lot of best friends who are like elementary school middle school whatever yeah. um but they were just never i just didn't tell people things yeah. like i would call them best friend but like nope (laughs) they knew like the basics about me they could tell you my favorite color my favorite food whatever i spit out all of that but like they don't know that i was crying last night you know what i mean like they don't really you can be
1: friends with a lot of people but there's only like fila with like inner circle that's kind of yeah pretty much
0: it's it's deep. Y'all. Can my mom be my best friend?
1: My mom's my best friend. Yeah,
0: I think that's <laughs> another thing. I think Fila, like she's also Storgy. Yeah, I think Fila can um intermingle with Storgy. Like mm-hmm. I feel like my sisters are also my best friends, you know, but they're like my sisters. And I think that um really makes like relationships stronger when you have Phila within Storgy. Mm-hmm. So they can be together.
1: <laughs> with Agate leading it all. <laughs> and
0: that's <laughs> that one <last. laughs>
1: Uh also I I'm, I'm gonna say it again, like I said it to begin with, but um you should definitely lo- look at the C. S. Lewis doodle um on the four loves. Um, because if you have any like questions about like he does address homosexuality in it and it explains it in a very understandable way. Also the like um evolution of kind of the real like intimate like bro hugs crying to now our kind of cold um demeanor towards friendship and I mean, given
0: it is kobe so you don't have to true, be true i
1: i completely understand <laughs> that but like in general we're kind of like iffy and it's seen more in a feminine light which i don't think is um true. good um but C.S. Lewis addresses all of these and the doodle is really cute and easy to follow and it helps understand things, especially if you're a non- non-believer non or, or even if you're a believer and you just need um, more um, research or understanding or you want to see it for yourself or you want to understand it for yourself, I highly recommend that. Don't go out here saying that we don't love everybody when you haven't read the bible
0: ooh, work and if people are out here preaching that then they're not being christ-like yeah well that's not christ exactly anyway. it's not
1: christ-like we're called to love people all people even if they don't live like us and
0: that's on what or believe what we believe period friends and family mm-hmm. even trump support
1: yep mm. gotta love them we gotta love em. we try our best uh, <laughs> we like because we love despite. Amen. Um, moving on to that that one dude who it's all about. God. Oh, actually, I
0: had a verse for. Oh, I'm love. sorry. Romans twelve ten. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Yeah. So that's basically the big picture. Yeah.
1: Above,
0: above yourself. Love people. Be selfless. All right. Now to the moment we've all been waiting for. Do we like... <laughs> Agape love. Wow. <laughs> that did feel like a moment. Um, <laughs> so, this is commonly referred to as God's love for man and yep. a man's love for God. Um, so, it's described as the highest, purest, mm-hmm. and noblest form of love. Woo. It's unconditional. Thanks. Um and the love that will do anything for another regardless of cost or if it is returned. So God's love basically just loving you even if you're a hot mess <laughs> like me. Um and it's all consuming. And it's mostly commonly referenced in the Old Testament actually. Mm-hmm. But I mean obviously <coughs> God is all through the Bible so you're going to find it
1: everywhere. True. Um the best the best example of agape um it's also called ap ab- agape um a so weird <laughs> Whichever one i you like want. saying i like saying agape more it sounds like yeah, agave. I, and i like oh it. my god okay <laughs> agape <laughs> is really good and um the best example of this agape love in the Bible is Jesus dying on the cross for us. Um, yeah. It's more seen as like a sacrificial love. Right. He and did that
0: unprovoked. Yeah, for sure. Didn't have to.
1: Um, and this love is most commonly confused with Storky. I mean, we call God our father. He is our father in heaven. Um, it gets kind of confusing um, when you have a natural um. Father, or you know, natural lover, and yours like it's the same kind of unconditional love, yeah. Um, but let's be
0: real, people usually have conditions,
1: yeah. S- Storgy, without being <laughs> agape, imitates her actions, so um. A mother will love her dislikable son or, like, detestable son. And it will seem like agape um, because it will seem unconditional. But really, it's, like, nature telling her this is for, like, her own needs, her own survival. Because, like, he needs to survive with this love. He needs this love to survive in mm. a way. Um, So it's more, I would say more, Sorgi is kind of, like, a little bit... It's more natural, n- nature instinctual yeah, type of love. Because it's people.
0: Yeah. Like it's when it's people, um, there's always going to be that human instinct. There's yeah. always going to be that human nature.
1: Mm-hmm. But let us be clear agape is love from God to yes. you, it is from a relationship with God that only you two can have i can't force audrey's relationship with god she She can't force my relationship with god it is your decision to wake up and read the bible or to pray and do and foster that relationship because like any other relationship it does take work and understanding
0: absolutely and i think the biggest thing to know is that god is love mm-hmm. and um to know him is to love him yeah and to learn how to love others and honestly learn about all the other loves it stems from this it stems from god it stems from knowing him because yeah. when you know him you know love you know how to love yeah i just thought of lowane
1: anyway <laughs> <laughs> nope what N- not my <laughs> <way. laughs> I like that one. TikTok. It's the devil, yes, <laughs> but not in that way. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, okay. um, C.S. Lewis actually just has this amazing quote that I think captures that um, all other loves come second to agape. Is to let us down while legitimately attracting us is the very characteristic of a second thing which is being treated as a first thing.
0: All right. She's gonna explain this. So explain it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. So. the other loves can legitimately attract us. Um... And let us down. Yeah. Basically, they can, like, we crave that Eros, right. but it can also let us down. That boy can be
0: cute, but he can also not text you back.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> that's, that's a very characteristic of a second thing being treated as the first thing. Cause that first thing, like, if you have that Eros as that first thing, if you have that friendship as that first thing, mm-hmm. if you have that approval from your parents as that first thing, it's always
0: going to let you down. It is
1: always going to let you down. It's going to leave you crushed and hurt. But the good thing about having agape first is I have that understanding that God loves me regardless of anything. God gave up his son for my sins regardless of anything. If you have that understanding, the other things don't really affect you as much like i said earlier love ceases to be a demon when um it ceases to be a god Mm. so okay like okay preacher
0: you uh, talk um, that talk (laughs)
1: like don't let these trivial like things yeah rule over your life when they don't know how to love you that unconditional kind of way to love you It's not anything against that other person. It's not anything against your family. It's not anything against your friend. They're not God. The slant of all of our hearts is to hate people and to like go, go against the grain of loving people. Essentially. We don't necessarily want to pray for the person that just cut us off in traffic. Um, And we're probably not going to. Let me Um, surrender that. (coughs) (laughs) (laughs) But that unconditional, that God love, having that first is where everything should stem from. It's the healthiest way of where everything should stem from. And it really plays a lot on that first episode of loving yourself. That second episode of knowing your worth um i'm sorry knowing how you give and receive love like pulling all of the skeletons out of your closet and really diving into what they are and letting god heal them
0: and i think you'll recognize what's at the center of your life and what you're replacing with that agape love because of how you live Mm -hmm. like as a people pleaser i was putting honestly all of my relationships any relationship i could um, as that first thing mm-hmm. um, trying to please parents and trying to please the stranger next to me in line like what <laughs> um, and yes be kind to people and be loving and love people but you know they shouldn't be that agape love and that approval should not be fueling you Yeah. Um, back to that self love thing mm-hmm. um, I think honestly having a relationship with God will change the way you love yourself because you know, you are who you say he We are who he says we are. Um, and when you know God, you know what he says about you and that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. And it essentially just changes your relationship with everybody around you and yourself. So like as Christians, whenever I know that, you know, I'm not reading my Bible or like, my relationship with God is off. Usually my other relationships are off too. For sure. Like, I'm going to be a cranky person. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say the wrong thing. Yeah. Um, In traffic, you know, I'm going to be a little irritated. Mm-hmm. And I think that's usually a good gauge as to when you <laughs> it need is. to get your life right. And,
1: like, you can see, like, when I'm being insecure, when I'm judging myself, right. like, or when I have those moments where I kind of revert or right. it's good to like, like you can <clears throat> let's this example of how it plays, how having agape first plays in with um, other things. Let's let's use Fila because you know, Audrey's my friend, um,
0: <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> or
1: whatever. <laughs> but um, like, when I'm when like, because Audrey has her own working relationship with God. And I have my own working relationship with God. She can see like when, um, <laughs> like <laughs> when I'm being extra critical of myself, and she can she can bring me back to home. She can be like, "Wait, but God doesn't say that about you." I'd be like, "Can you stop talking about my friend like that?" She does. Say You're that. being rude. <laughs> <laughs> so like having having agape first and then feel a second is that we can check ourselves or she can like it lets her be accountable um to to me or accountable for me or whatever yeah um because like through that lens so it's not audrey saying like girl um versus it holds more weight and makes more of an impact on my well-being if it's like let's check this through the bible like let's see what god says about this or any other like actions like
0: yeah and that's a good example of how like agape plays into the other loves and how like it intertwines with phila like um like we're supposed to have communion with other people and be in fellowship with other people so that we can be held accountable Mm -hmm. and so it actually ends up helping us grow our relationship with god when we're in good relationships, like, we're not growing apart from God when we're together. We're growing yeah. closer. So. For sure.
1: Like, it's, like, all the other relationships are meant to enhance this first thing. Right. But if you don't have the first thing, you're just enhancing your own kind of selfish needs. Right. And that um, can lead to a slippery slope real quick. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you can hear it, but, you know, Snickers <laughs> really wants to be on this episode. But we must love him. We must love we our doggy. The store gay love. Yes. Well, guys, this is all we have for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, all we have is like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we got. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'd like to hear your thoughts and comments on um, how this podcast um, specific episode impacted you. Yeah, you know, once you think about the four types of love, I know
0: there are other different um Greek types of love, so mm-hmm. if you want to talk
1: about those True. or you have thoughts about those, let us know. If you want to slide them our way, if you are a non-believer um, and you would like to talk about Christianity a little bit more um we are open to having those one-on-one conversations with up? you in the dm um
0: <laughs> i've got my notifications on yes yeah, same we can talk about it anytime between like 6 30 and 11 p.m because that's when i go to sleep now yeah because <laughs> <laughs> i am now a granny <laughs> like yeah. my
1: Fully support I'm like i don't know to scheduled during quarantine school.
0: i was like this girl is crazy. She's mm. going to sleep at 10.30. But now that I have things to do. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> honestly, it's
1: the best. Um, But definitely hit us up and let us know what you think. And um, yes, uh, on all the socials.
0: Yes. Follow us at WTAI Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. We'll talk about it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, Subscribe. Comment, like, follow on Apple
1: Podcasts and whole, Spotify. All the stuffs. Yeah. Um, and uh, let us know any questions you might have. We are hoping to do a QA uh, and yeah. a later, later in this season of any unanswered questions um, that we may have missed or didn't cover or you're still unsure of. Yeah. Um, in yeah. the beginning episodes it can or be
0: anything it'll you can ask about ghosting and dating and first dates and Jeez. sex and whatever you want to ask about yeah
1: or like a, a specific your specific um instance it doesn't yeah it doesn't it also have to be story. gender Gen- yeah. general
0: general it can definitely be a specific situation that you want advice on mm-hmm. um we're probably gonna be crowdsourcing on instagram probably Twitter mm-hmm. in person you know all True. that fun hey. stuff <laughs> but yeah um we love you <laughs> love you all go be loving people of the world yes bye bye, bye.